podcast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. How are you? How was your weekend? Pretty laid back, man. Pretty laid back. Good. I Good. like laid back weekends. Yeah. And you got a new bed? Yeah. Did you get a new bed to sleep in? Yeah, the one the, the one we had a few years old. That was in almost three decades. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Well, somebody wrote me about that and said, What? What are you talking wow. about? I, just, I don't like to spend money. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'd rather, here's the deal. I'd rather spend it on making memories like a trip somewhere. Right. Than on what I'm sleeping on. Right. Oh, I'll spend the money on a bed. <laughs> well, that's where my good times happen. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean sleeping. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the I same mean way. Sleeping, yeah. but I. But last night I got five hours of sleep <laughs> last night. Five hours. Because you normally do like what ninety minutes? Yeah. Is that what you sleep About normally? Twenty two. About twenty two minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's so it's cool. Good. And I took a social media break yesterday. We'll talk about that a little sure, bit later on too. Sure. So we got a freeze outside, freeze warning this morning. Just keep reminding people about that. We got that going on today. We got uh, people attacking Jews all over America. It's all the news. Yep. I mean, uh, you go through the big stories of the day. Most of it is anti-Semitic stuff and and pretty mean and hard anti-Semitic stuff. It's crazy. World's well, gone mad. Let's uh, let's just start there. Yeah. Uh, since we're here already, let's go ahead and kick that off. Um, uh, Hamas is now saying that they're going to kill the rest of the hostages unless Israel relents and you know <laughs> bends a knee to them and all that stuff. Uh. So what you've been saying, and I've been saying since the beginning of this, they just should have wiped them out at the very beginning because they're going to kill them anyway. They're going to kill these. Hostages well, yeah. Anyway. You know, it's all leverage and using human beings as bargaining chips, and yeah. that was their plan from day one. And the former Hamas leader, who is in the captivity of Israel and has been for several years, is saying these new guys are just, they are a bunch of weirdos, wackos, they're out of control, the new Hamas guys. This is the former leader of Hamas saying the new guys are (laughs) out of control. Too much for me. (laughs) Think about that. (laughs) Wow. So, but here in America, and and in other countries too, but here in America, the anti-Semitism is uh, so pervasive that they're now attacking people, sucker-punching a Jewish guy in Los Angeles steps outside uh, outside to have a smoke the other day, yeah. and this guy comes up and cold cocks him and um, and uh, is shouting, you know, just hatred at him, you know, anti-Semitic hatred at him while he did that. And those stories can be repeated time and time again here in our country. And so on Friday, you and I talked about the uh, heads of these universities, MIT, Harvard, and UPenn. <coughs> And my prediction came true that McGill, Liz McGill at, oh, yeah. at UPenn, I told you on Friday she's yeah. going to be gone, and she was uh, Friday night. She quit. Uh, the next in line is the president of Harvard, who is uh, her last name is Gay. And yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. you look at her, and ain't not got nothing to do with her skin color. Is no. she is she a box checker or what, man? You know they all are. You know they all are. Yeah. And uh, and did she? I've got to jump yeah. in, but did you say no. she plagiarized. Yeah. She's been caught now plagiarizing one of her papers or something like her that. Her PhD. Her dissertation. PhD. Dissertation. Ugh. So and and you know this, Sean. This is only scratching the surface of how bad and how pervasive this is in education in America today. It's anti-American. Uh, that is right. indo- indoctrination has gone on. It's it's anti-Jewish. It's uh, anti-Semitic, obviously, and the hate that is being stuffed into the brains of these people and these uh, uh, institutes of higher learning across the country. This is a good start, but we need to go through all of them and replace all these people. Well, yeah, I agree, and you you pointed it out. And it's a good point. Go for the money, man. Once you start you know, screwing with the, with the money river, 
that's when they start paying attention, unfortunately. But, I mean, it's just horrific. I, I saw some graffiti at some bathroom in a, in a university shoot a Jew in the head. I mean, I, it's, it, it's bewildering to me. Because, you know, it's like I say also, it doesn't just start at the college level, man. They're pumping their heads full of this, full of this crap from day one throughout the public education system. And they're just creating stooges. I just didn't know they hated Jews so badly. I know it was there, but I didn't know how widespread it is. Well, you know what else it is? It's also a hatred for this country because a lot of what we're seeing, the anti-Semitism in in America today, starts as a hatred for the country. Michael Goodwin wrote a great piece in the New York Post today, uh, and he's talking about how the, the radicals of the 60s are back in the universities, but they're not students now. They're professors and faculty and staff, and they are teaching Instead of from the outside trying to tear down the institutions, they're now on the inside of the institutions, and they are indoctrinating the students at these places with all kinds of anti-American hate. And you're seeing it all over the streets of America right now. Well, and on the campus, it's just what you do, you know, because a lot of those professors also are my generation now. They're, they're Gen Xers. They're people in their 50s, and, uh, and they're teaching the same crap. But a lot of these people never left campus, like you say. They, they graduated. Then became professors, and they just stayed on campus. A lot of these, one thing I found with a lot of professors is, is they've spent very little time in the real world <laughs> because they went right from college to working at a college, and they get tenured, and they're there forever. And they don't interact with the real world. So a lot of those hippie values uh, from the counterculture have just been instilled. They're, they're institutionalized now. And it get, just gets passed on from one generation to the next, except each consecutive generation has less information than the one before it. Yeah. Like the current crop of Jew-hating weirdos, uh, you know, have no obviously operative understanding of history in any way, shape, or form. They're routinely asking these people, what does river to the sea mean? They have no idea. Oh, it means free Palestine. Means, no, it doesn't. means from the Mississippi down to the Gulf. Uh, you know, <laughs> history didn't start in 1948. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're little DBs. They have no knowledge, but they haven't been taught. Well, and, and so uh, and the other place they end up after they have been tenured as a professor, they end up in government working for the Joe well, Biden yeah, administration, that, right, running yeah. policy for the country. And that's why you <laughs> end up with what you have now, which is an anti-American, a, a hatred for our country inside of the administration that is ruining this country. We're going to get into what I found this weekend just by happenstance, this stash house that the city is running over here at the airport. We're going to talk about that. Oh, I, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah, it's a warehouse of some kind, or what is it's it? It's a hangar. It's a hangar. An airplane yeah. hangar. And they're just dumping them there. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a stash house. Right. The, the one on San Pedro that you've been to, that I've been to, the one over here now, these are stash houses that are being run by the city, no different than what the cartels run. The cartels run stash houses. Well, now the city of San Antonio is running stash houses as well. I heard like a year ago somebody uh, works in that area. There's a warehouse there that uh, they saw little kids looking out of the windows and the warehouse was closed so they've been stashing people there apparently for a while yep just stashing them just dumping them that's right that's great and the city was denying it and now they are admitting to it so (laughs) and on top of that the new cdc director remember rochelle rolinski she's gone right so we've got a new cdc director and, of course, we have an election coming up next year for president, don't we? Yeah, we need a pandemic or something or a really bad strain of flu. Well, here's her video from over the weekend. Get your updated COVID and flu vaccines and your RSV vaccine if you're over 60. It's not too late to get vaccinated if you haven't already. 
and use additional layers of protection like avoiding people who are sick, washing your hands, improving ventilation, and wearing a mask. Okay. And if you do get sick, I know it's hard, but stay home so you don't spread germs to others. Oh, and get God. tested so you know what you have and you can get treatment. Uh, so here it is. The you new, stay home. The new CDC director wanting you to get uh, you know, vaccinated and wear a mask because we're back into pandemic times because it's election time. We have an election to cheat, man. It worked right. swimmingly last time. Let's yeah, try it again, yeah. man. All right, a uh, quick break. More Warren Rama coming up. At, uh, at, at BG Products, you get maximum protection for your vehicle, whether it is a decade or older like mine is or whether it's brand spanking new. Your vehicle will benefit, and you will benefit from having the protection of BG products inside your engine. Also, they have a fuel system treatment that is amazing. It cleans every last bit of your fuel system, right? So you get restored power, and you, of course, get great fuel economy and mileage as well. You're doing the best to protect your vehicle. And again, it doesn't matter if it's a new car or an older car. It doesn't matter if it's one of these new SUVs that look really cool and have these really efficient engines in them, or a truck, you know, it's got all the power in the world. It doesn't matter. These BG products go great in all of them. Whenever you have your oil change, the guys who do that at all these different oil change places, they have BG products there. If for some reason they don't, you just tell them to get it, and they will. You can find out more about these great products online at bgfindashop.com. Freeze warning in effect right now, but later today the sun's going to come out be about 64. It'll be cloudy tomorrow. Rain chances begin on Wednesday. And right now officially we're at 32, but there are some 20s in the area as well. KTSA. Good morning. Still dealing with that. Oh, we did. Just for a few. TV sucks so bad. <laughs> and we actually reached a point. They did a big old Star Trek marathon on, on, on Saturday. So I watched that. That was fun. We've seen all the damn Hallmark movies. So I, yesterday I didn't feel like watching the news yet. And so there was a football game on with this Mr. Taylor Swift guy. <laughs> My uh, wife used to be a big football fan, yeah. and everything went political, and she pulled out. But, right. I mean, I, I, I said, well, do you want to watch a little of this game, you know? And she's like, all right. And so I put it on. Taylor shows up within 10 minutes of turning the damn game on, and so we turned it off. We watched a few minutes, and then, uh, it's all right. So the NFL and the broadcast are treating her like she's a player now because she comes in the player entrance. <laughs> God. And she walk the, the, all the players that you know what they'll do is when the players are arriving to the stadium right. in the morning and they're wearing their nice coats and their sunglasses their shades the dew is all right you know they they catch them walking into the stadium through <laughs> through the players right. tunnel they have an entrance and it's a tunnel away from away from people right. you know you're cordoned off so the cameras caught her walking in she's uh. got her coat on her dew's just right red lipstick the whole nine. And there were the players from the opposing team, the Buffalo Bills, and she stopped and stared. Oh, Gave please. Stare. No. <laughs> Come on. And then ah. our beloved Tony Romo on the broadcast yesterday, he's the color commentator, used right. to be quarterback for the Cowboys. It, they showed her, and he goes, and there's uh, Travis Kelsey's wife, Taylor Swift, and she's uh, – and, and then he goes – <clears throat> Oh wait a minute! Not not yet! Not yet! I think I saw that. And, That's what we were watching, or something. And Jim Nance, uh, his you know the color, uh, the play by play guy goes, "Do you know something that we don't know?" <laughs> I did. That's when we turned it off. I heard that because my wife. Did he just call her his wife? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! It's look. It's cross promotion, Trey. <laughs> it's all marketing. Uh, we can all see the Matrix now. Okay, her whole life is a marketing, an act of marketing. It isn't her birthday's tomorrow, right, Elaine? Oh boy, tomorrow or Wednesday? Wednesday. Our business is shutting down. Well, today? yeah, we, probably. Uh, is that a national ho- here's, holiday? Here's my prediction. 
he's going to propose to her on Wednesday. Anyway. Uh, okay, go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I don't care. Go ahead. Go ahead. Throw, throw something at me. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, oh, well, this was bizarre. I don't know if you saw this. Well, I'm sure you did. Uh, a, a, in Atlanta, you have a young black woman who was attempting to light on fire Martin Luther King's house. Uh, which has been closed to the public for renovations for a while, but she's just there dousing everything with gasoline. Two tourists happen to be walking by, and they happen to be retired or or uh, cops of, or used to be cops or something like that. Right, and they see her dousing Martin Luther King's house with gasoline, and she's got a lighter, and they finally went up and stopped her and got her in a, a, a you know got her in a hold on the ground. See what happens as a result of that. Uh, held her till cops got there and uh, arguably saved Martin Luther King's house from burning to the ground. It was his birth house, right? His birth house, yeah. yeah. And uh, again, a young black woman in her 20s gave a false address. Now, why would she do that? Nobody knows. They're, they put out no motive yet as to what ticked her off or why she felt like burning his house down or what that was all about. Hmm. It is interesting, though, because I also saw the, uh, uh, I think in the U.K., where the young Jewish woman or the Jewish woman was beaten up by two other women, and uh, they thought she was dead, and they were laughing about it, and people eventually intervened. What is this crap, though, about people just standing around videoing uh, before they actually do something about stuff? Do you know what I mean? Because this woman had been beaten. Now, this was in in the U.K., but she'd been beaten so bad they thought she was dead. Thankfully, uh... You know, she didn't have any really bad injuries. She was kind of knocked out. But they were gloating over the idea that she was dead, Jewish woman. And it went on. And people, we have video of it because people were sitting there, standing there, recording it instead of intervening. That stuff bugs me. That stuff seems to be getting worse. We just let people do what they're going to do as long as we can get the recording of it. You know, most people, I think, at this point are just intimidated to the point where they don't want to do anything because, like you said, these tourists see this girl, and she's black in her 20s, and they hold her on the ground. And you just said, we'll see what comes out of that. Too many times negative stuff. You're trying to do good. You're trying to prevent a tragedy. You're trying to keep something bad from happening. And uh, and and the thought enters your. I had it when Pipe Boy was here. What's this? Oh, when oh, Pipe Guy came right, here, right, right. and I intervened to stop him from hurting people here, swinging a pipe around. I, in my my head, I'm thinking I got to be cool because you know what? People get fired for this kind of thing. Well, <laughs> well over at Lowe's, get, people get fired when they when they try to stop shoplifters that, at this that, point. That's what I'm saying. Over Lowe's. Yeah, yeah, right. So. I mean, everybody has that in their head, like, okay, well, I want to help, but what's going to happen to me if I do? Look at that Marine on the subway in New York City. That's uh, a perfect uh, example. Right, you know, I mean, charged with attempted, what, a, uh, manslaughter or something like that? Just intervening to protect other people. So, you know, I, I get, it's kind of a double-edged sword. We put ourselves in this place where nobody wants to get involved, uh, but they're going to sit there and record it. And I guess I guess some of the idea is that well I better get it on tape in case something really horrible happens. But still, you're still just standing there recording it instead of actually doing something. So anyway, a couple of instances instances over the weekend of people doing really bad stuff, and uh, we well, have a video of it. I guess you saw these guys in this coffee shop. Oh God! That this a Jewish woman was trying to go to the bathroom, and they, they by the way they've been fired. 
but she was trying to go to the bathroom, and they stood in the way yeah. and wouldn't let her go to the bathroom. She was also going to take pictures in the mirror in the bathroom. They had written all kinds of anti-Semitic stuff. And, you know, you see that. We, we, we know about churches as an example yeah. that people have these, these uh, anti-American, pro-Palestinian people. And that's how we should say it from here on out because they're anti-American. Well, I'm calling them people. Jew haters because yeah. that's what well, they are. But they're going after Christmas now. Yeah, but they hate America too. Right, and that's right. part of part of the plan here. But you know, they're 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 all over the place. And you know, props to this coffee house for firing these people immediately and saying this is not us. This is not who we are. But this is pervasive. It's everywhere. There's kids going to college right now that are scared to death for their yeah. lives. I mean, and yeah, one thing I was reading about how they're starting to target Christian celebrations for Christmas. They shouted down a kids' choir in Michigan yeah. who were just singing some Christmas carols. And these are liberals. And let's, let's say it for what it is. These are hippie liberal tar- types. These are artsy-fartsy liberal people who normally can't shut their mouths about standing up for the little guy. And here they are, man, Jew hatred on full display. Wow, you guys are some really impressive hippies. Well, that was the thing about the uh, the college professors, or not the professors, the presidents last week. Oh, God. And Elise Stefanik going after them for their, well, it's free speech. If they want to call for the death of Jews and genocide of all <laughs> Jews, that's free speech. Really? Well, then I brought up last week, well, what if what if somebody started to call for the death of trannies on those, on those campuses? Oh, or, they'd lose their ass. Or we already know how they respond. Because every time a conservative like a Ben Shapiro or somebody has shown up on campus, they let you know those people say anything they want to about a conservative, kill all the conservatives, and, and they take them off college campuses so they won't stand up for, for conservatives. But it's okay to say all Jews should be killed. Well, have you ever noticed also with that crowd and, uh, uh, you know, again, these are the people that can't shut up about their empathy but man, they really go violent. Uh, they they want people to die if there's somebody they disagree with. I hope you. Get, how many times have we heard, you know? I hope you get cancer and die. And now this is on full display with the hatred of the Jews. I mean, they want you to die. They they they're fine with violence against people. Right. And yet they're normally the big John Lennon crowd, you know, and blah blah blah. And they're some of the most hateful, violent people you'd ever want to experience. Well, it is the 1930s in Germany all over again, and we should stand up for the people, the, the Jewish people here in this country. A great place to start is a book that came out last year by Eric Metaxas. He's a, a talk show host, very well known, uh, and he wrote a book called Letter to the American Church. And he goes back and documents the 1930s in Germany and how a lot of people in the church and in the community itself did not stand up for the Jews then. Right, they let right. Whatever happened, happened to them. Well, that's why you and I are speaking out. That's why others need to speak well, out as well. Well, it's weird because we have the lesson of that. Correct. We that's have right. the historical right. lesson of that. That's right. And the people who are most buggy-eyed and filled with hatred and violence are the liberals. That's right. That's right. That are, that <laughs> Who are, are you people? That are running the colleges. That are running the yeah. co- and the country. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me get a word in here for Lifestyles Unlimited, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. That is the website for you to check into and see what's going on with our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited, where they teach you how to invest in real estate. And when you invest in real estate, you're getting a long-term return on your investment because you can actually watch your financial future grow. So if you're in the stock market, you know, or whatever, a lot of times your your investments are eaten up by taxes or inflation. 
But when you're talking about investing in real estate, you don't worry about inflation eating up your retirement savings because you've got it in a in an asset that is continually growing day by day. And your friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to do it, how to get the ball rolling and, and the right investments to make at the right time to benefit your family for the long term. Just log on to the website, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and use my name as your promo code for great discounts. Financialfreedomlivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. All right, so 7.36 now at KTSA. I'm Trey Ware. He's Sean Rima. Thanks for checking us out Monday through Friday, uh, 7 to 9. <clears throat> so mentioned this briefly when we started the show. I want to get into it a little bit deeper. The story has now been confirmed that the city of San Antonio, at the cost of $10 million a year, is running a stash house. And that's exactly what it is, in my view. There's no difference between the stash house that they're running and the stash houses that the cartels are running and, and others between here and the border. Right. Uh, they typically run a shack out in the woods, right? Right. Or a mobile home where they stuff about 100 people inside of a mobile home using one toilet. Right. Uh, but that's a stash house, and a stash house is used for when these illegal aliens come across the border. They they have a temporary holding place until they are then come. Yeah, you know, somebody comes and gets right, them, right. and takes them and distributes them around the country. That's the very definition of a stash house. We had been told uh, somebody had called uh, my five to seven show months ago and said, "Hey, there's something like that happening over at the airport because I see these people coming out in and out of this hangar over at the airport." City denied it. They said well, it I remember. Yeah, I, yeah. I, heard, I had a guy same thing say, hey, "There's you, a warehouse. I'm seeing little kids looking out of the windows yeah. in this warehouse that is supposedly closed down." Yeah, yeah, the same area. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. And so, uh, the UK Daily Mail. It took the Daily Mail. It wasn't one of our local stations. <laughs> it wasn't one of our local networks. Right. Right. Our, right. our, our national networks. It was the UK Daily Mail who blew this thing wide open over the weekend. They got film of it. Uh, they went over and took film uh, standing in the road of these illegal immigrants coming in and out of that place, being put on right. the buses and vans that belong to the citizens of San Antonio, taken to the terminal, run through security, put on the airplane. That's human trafficking, and this is a stash house that is being operated by the city of San Antonio. So we know now we know we have two stash houses, yeah. one on San Pedro inside the loop, and the other one over on airport property inside of a hangar, and they are stash houses. The city is running stash houses. We don't know how many others. There could be all over the city of San Antonio. Oh, I bet you there's plenty that we don't know. Correct. <laughs> Where do they go? Correct. Where? What else? I mean, apart from shipping them out somewhere, you got to put them somewhere, and they're all over the, the city. I mean, I don't know if you've you, – obviously, oh, yeah. we're seeing folks all over the city, and they predominantly are young men. Yep. Uh, I got them in my neighborhood. I see them more and more every day. This neighborhood here. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we're, I mean, we're but we're on the northwest side, right? You know, way out there, almost up to Helotus, and you're seeing single dudes out of doors, just strolling around, sure. sitting on the curb with all their possessions or a little bag or something. And I, so I'm not surprised they have stash houses. Uh, you got to stash them somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know how we, I mean, we're breaking records every day, right, pretty uh -huh. much, of folks coming across the border. It's almost yeah. like they're encouraging people to come now, especially right. uh, leading into the election, 
They're flooding Texas and Arizona. I mean, I, I don't know how you turn this around. Well, people who listen to this show have already started to send me uh, emails that they are sending to their their city council person. Right. Because nobody in this town knew that this was going on officially, right? And, yeah. and, and even the city council members. I had uh, city councilman Mark White call in this morning, and he said, we, we were not uh, told about this. We were not briefed about this. Shocking. The, the $10 million that they appropriated to use for this – they didn't uh, run it before city council. They didn't go through the appropriations process. They didn't have a meeting. Isn't that illegal? Well, to me, it would be. And that's why I keep pushing it this morning, because I want people to ring the doors down at city council and find out exactly why this has been going on. And the mayor didn't tell anybody about it. City manager didn't tell anybody about it, supposedly. I'm just I'm using right, that quote, because right, right? Yeah. I don't believe that. Uh, I think that others uh, absolutely knew what was going on. You can't on. be shoving people people into warehouses and hangars uh, down right. by the airport and only Nuremberg knows right. about it. Come yeah. on. Right. More people know about it than we realize. Absolutely. They're and, lying their asses and, off. And the question for the mayor and everybody else is, what difference is it that you, what you're doing and what all the illegals are doing all up and down the border with stash houses? Oh, I agree. These are, these are stash houses that are being run by the city of San Antonio and paid for by taxpayers. Well, by virtue of the fact they want to keep it secret tells you you know they're doing something messed up because right. if this was a beautiful and wonderful thing to do for the uh, for these migrants, they'd be talking about it. People would know, right? Yeah, yeah, I, well, that's exactly what I said this morning. What I said was, first of all, if you're hiding it, you know you're doing wrong. Oh, yeah. Secondly, if it was wonderful, you wouldn't be blocking the media from coming indoors. You would invite them in. Look at this great city we have here. Come on inside. Open take, arms. Look how we're treating these yeah. people. They all have nice beds. They all, have, you know, they're well cared for. You'd be showing the place off if you were proud of it. Well, you would be, and yet they're not, and yet they're, you know, I mean, the $10 million bucks is really disturbing. I mean, how do you dump $10 million bucks on something like that and this many people don't know about it? I mean, they're trying to jack up our energy prices, right, to buy Ron's drapes. Where'd the $10 million come from? Well, so <laughs> doesn't that just bring a little question to your mind about where else are they spending money that you don't know about? Oh, God, I bet if you knew, you'd curl your toes. That they and didn't hey, put through the appropriations is process. Javier, is the sheriff going to investigate this? Well, uh, <laughs> I actually had a caller this morning that was talking about the sheriff, and that's exactly what we said was, okay, so the sheriff went after Ron DeSantis for flying these you know, illegals up to... Across the country yeah, in yeah, another yeah. state, right. right. And so you've got your own human trafficking operation happening here. How come you're not investigating I'd it? I think you'd want to look into that. <laughs> you it might just, want to check it, it out. If you're going to follow uh, the same direction there, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And you and I are racists for even bringing it up, I'm sure. Yeah, well... We just fine. hate people that don't look like us, and we just, we're just we xenophobic, and we don't want, don't want them to live here in San Antonio. Right, right, well, right. Well, they're right. living here in San Antonio. They're right, all right, over right. the place. You know, it's, it's a matter of exposing what I consider to be illegality. I, you know, first of all, these people are breaking the law to come into our country. Yeah. They're not migrants. Quit calling it a migrant center. It's not that. It's an illegal immigrant. It's an illegal alien holding stash right. house. That's yeah. what it is. Illegal alien uh, stash house. Call it what it is. And by virtue of the fact that they came into the country illegally, they already broke our laws. So when they go and kill a 16-year-old oh, cheerleader wow. in the bathtub in Edna, Texas, of all places, it's not surprising. Yeah. No, it's not. It, it's not surprising. If it is, then there's something wrong with you. If you're surprised by this stuff based upon what's been going on, what was she, 17? 16. 16 years of age, just starting her life, and this is how it ends. 
And uh, do they want to talk about that? Does, uh, yeah, I mean, we're always talking about racism here in the city and all the problems. We don't spend enough on climate change, and we're such horrible people. You want to talk about illegal immigrants killing people uh, in Texas? No, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about that at all, because that's the reality of what's going on right now. There are people all across this town. Right. So uh, I think that's a question for the mayor and the city council and, of course, the city manager and others to answer, and uh, the the county judge, because he had to know about it, and the sheriff and the chief, and everybody who's running any part of this city who's in a position of leadership in this city. Okay. How long have you known about these two stash houses? Because there's one on San Pedro. They call it the Migrant Center. The other is on airport property. Uh, that one they're keeping under wraps and trying to, to hide. How long have you known about it? And how many others are there in San Antonio? Well, they've known about it for years, I would submit to you. And I'm sure there are a lot, there are other places where they're stashing them. That's, these people are coming in every single day, 24 7. That's right. You got to put them somewhere. That's right. They all can't just, you know, camp out under the overpasses and at the airport. They got to go somewhere. So if if uh, if authorities if authorities bust these guys who are running stash houses, we report them on the on the news every once in a while. Where stash house was was found in whatever you know Zavala County and was right. busted, right? Away, cleared out and busted, and the the owners of the stash house were busted. Are, are the authorities going to bust these people that that uh, run our city for running two stash houses? No, of course not. <laughs> No, these these we're in line with our values here in San Antonio by you know possibly illegally stashing illegal immigrants and hangers and stuff and not telling the we're looking out for the little guy okay that we need to start reflecting our values that's the crap you're going to hear so so let, let's just take this a little and, and this is going to sound really extreme to some people but it's not so when they go get them in these vans that the airport owns because it's the same van right. you would ride in if you park your car at the airport right they come pick you up at your car and take you to the terminal right, <laughs> right. they're using those vans right is that different than an 18 wheeler uh no how is it it's the same act <laughs> you're doing the same thing. Am I right? Yeah. So if you've got an 18-wheeler with a bunch of them in the back, and you're driving down a highway, and you stop at Walmart, and you open the back of the 18-wheeler, and they come jumping out to go to their various destinations throughout the country, what's the difference between that and these city-owned vans Nothing. that are picking them up at the stash house and driving them to the terminal? There's no difference. It's the There's same. There's none whatsoever. I mean, it's the, the size, same act. size of the vehicle. The size, the physics are a little different, but beyond that, no, it's the same act. So how do you bust a guy for driving? Having an 18-wheeler full of illegal immigrants, and you don't bust the, the people who are running this operation. Well, you're already adding too much reason and logic into the conversation, <laughs> Trey, because you're filled with hatred. Hey, you're, yeah. you're an extremist MAGA Republican. That's what it is. And you just hate the brown skins, do you okay? Know, do you know I don't even own a red cap? I don't even have a Make America Great Again cap. I, I don't. have one. I don't have Actually, one. Actually, John Sadie, I think, gave me one. I have well, one in my... I, it's. It's in my bedroom. What I never a, wear it. What a friend. He didn't give me one. <laughs> I think it was it. Maybe it wasn't it. All right, quick break. Uh, we'll have a financial update coming uh, coming up next. And, of course, uh, more wear and rhyme up for you here on KTSA. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Boy, you woke up this morning and said, well, where's that button for the heater? How do I turn it up? And if you found that it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do, get in touch with Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC this morning. And they'll get a, a tech out there to fix your heating system right away and to do a, a thorough check of it.
Their phone number is 210-651-5899. 210-651-5899. When you get the pros at Quarter Moon on the job, they're there 24-7, by the way. They have been around a long time. They're never going to send somebody out there on commission trying to sell you more of what you do not need. They want to repair your existing equipment or replace it if that's what's necessary so that you are warm and safe these cold nights that have arrived in South Texas. Experienced staff been there for decades, and they uh, they are fantastic with master plumbers as well at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Phone number again, 210-651-5899. Jason Lennox here from More Wear and Rima in just a second. But first, Carl Eggers, CreatingRitualLives.com, is here with our Money Minute. What's going on, Carl? Good morning, Trey. How are you? I'm doing great. What's going on? Well, the uh, you know it's a big week. The Federal Reserve is going to determine if they are going to change interest rates, and I don't I don't think they will. I think they're done hiking, which is good news. I think we're in the Goldilocks period. You know, the the markets are near an all time high. Believe it or not, through all this turbulence, the last couple of years they're about four percent away from an all time high, and there's really this feeling that you know things are Goldilocks. I mean, the Fed's done. The economy's okay. We added more jobs last month, but I as I've been telling you the last several you know, weeks and months, I think that we're going to enter a period here where we're going to continue to see the effects of what the Fed already did. We're going to enter this slowdown period, I think, where things start to slow down a little bit economically, and the Fed's going to have a tough decision. Do they want to cut interest rates, which is what the market's banking on, or do they simply keep things where they're at? And eventually, I think the stock market gets to a point where they're some basically throwing a temper tantrum and, and begging the Fed to cut interest rates because that's what that's what they do. The markets throw a temper tantrum. The Fed cuts rates. It causes inflation. They jack rates back up. It chokes off the economy. We go through the cycle again. And meanwhile, we you know we go up to thirty three trillion dollars of debt. So I think we're in a Goldilocks period right now, and I think it may last through the end of the year. But I think as we enter into twenty twenty four. I think people need to be a little more cautious and, and look, there's plenty of ways to get income now because interest rates are higher and the stock market's done very well. But this is the time to, to really look at your portfolio and figure out, do you want to rebalance and, and put things back to where, to where they were you know, before this recent run up in the last couple of months? Very, very good. Thank you, Carl. Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com here on Mondays at this time on KTSA. It's 7.54 now. Well, just very briefly, I want to thank my buddy Jesse Ochoa. You know, I I love one one of the things I love about Christmas in San Antonio are the tamales. I just love tamales, <laughs> and uh, James has known Jesse for a long time, and he's just a good guy. And uh, uh, he brought us four dozen tamales. Woo! Uh, chicken and beef. He brought uh, hot and mild sauce. He bought a he brought me a large tub of beans, fresh beans. And a 12-pack of Big Red. What a great guy. And, you know, we, we have to talk about so much unhappy and ugly crap on the air every day because that's just the moment we're living in. But yeah. uh, when people do nice things for other people, uh, I just want to acknowledge that. So, Jesse, man, my brother, I love you, man. Thank you so much for the tamales. And uh, so if you all want some tamales, well, I've got four dozen of them. I was going to ask you, <laughs> when are you hosting the tamale party at your house? What time do I need to be there? Elaine, are we set to go? Jimmy, uh, Don, we're all set to go to your house for the tamale party. You guys going to drive all the way out to the northwest side for some tamales, would you? Of course. <laughs> Absolutely we would. Uh, well, I've, I, I've got to give, I'm going to give some, <laughs> anybody wants some, you can have some, you know, as long as I walk out of here with a dozen, you guys can have the rest. And uh, that was his idea, was for all of us to, to nice, you know, have some tamales. 
you know, and it's such a you know what you guys don't understand because you lived here, you grew up here, but growing up on the East Coast, we had no idea about the tamale thing. Yeah, people don't eat tamales in Annapolis, Maryland. Right. Okay, <laughs> they they just don't. Right. And so when I got, I didn't even know what a tamale was until I got out here. And it's just such a wonderful, perfect food. <laughs> and now I can't think of Christmas without tamales. Do you eat it with hot sauce? I eat everything with hot sauce. Yeah. I put a little what hot about sauce. when you were at the West Coast? They had tamales in California. I was only there for like nine months yeah. or something like that. And, really? and I was just around a lot of unpleasant yeah, people. California, New Mexico, we didn't, well, I was No, Arizona. we didn't. I didn't, hang around, I didn't hang out long enough in L.A. to find out where they were on tamales. Yeah. But uh, here, it's just I just think it's a wonderful thing. It is. I want to learn thing. how to do them myself. I want to learn how to make tamales myself. Oh, good luck! It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's messy. It's a lot of work. And I it's what messy. I've heard, oh man, it's fun though, right? Oh, I mean, it's like wow, kind of like it rolling really big uh, meaty joints. You kind of like re- re- rolling meat joints. Well, yes, but no. But you'll be covered. In, you'll be covered all <laughs> kinds of stuff by the time you're done. Yeah, I, you know, growing up here, there was always goas, which was uh, tremendous. Right. You get the big. Uh, aluminum tin. I think they had 10 or 12 dozen of those tins right. at, at Goa's. And then it was uh, uh, delicious. Oh, delicious. Absolutely wonderful. And now I moved on to uh, Rubens. Rubens. <laughs> you like Rubens, huh? <laughs> on the east side. Now that's, oh. that you got a lot on the east coast. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Ruben eating out there. No, no, no it's Ruben's tamales. Oh, Ruben tama- oh, Ruben's tamales. Yeah, he makes tamales. Oh, automatically really, thought of the sandwich. They've really busy so to the point where oh, that's... Ruben's tamales, they stand in line, they get really busy. Oh, I've stood in line. I know where you sit- ta- they That's where they, they sit in line for like two or three hours. Oh, no, I've been there. I, yeah, oh, wow. Sadie and I stood in line over there for about an hour and a half one day. But it's well worth it. Oh, they're so good. Anyway, uh, yes, it's Christmas time, and, and thanks to Jesse, and we appreciate that so much. Back in a minute, more Wear and Rhyme on KTSA. Santa Claus is coming to town. Make FM 1071. It's a bit nippy. It's a little chilly outside. Yes, it is. It's a gorgeous morning, though. It kind of feels like December. <laughs> Don't worry. Tomorrow will be right back oh, to yeah. August. So it happens every now and again when we sort of feel like December for a few hours. Yeah, but then we're right back to August. So, yeah. And that's one of the reasons I love being here. Yeah, me you know? too. Me too. I love it here. So I'm now getting all kinds of information that's flowing to me about the stash houses that the city is, is running in, uh, in conjunction with the Department of Homeland Security. In fact, uh, according to uh, uh, several uh, screenshots of text messages that have been sent mm-hmm. to me now, Chris Shuhart has some of this stuff up on his uh, campaign site, by the way. Uh, some text messages going back and forth between Department of Homeland Security Assistant Director uh, Jessica Dovalina and Assistant City Manager Maria Villa Gomez about the, uh, uh, I- I'm calling it what it is, a stash house. You know, right, this, right. Is, this is not a migrant center. And first of all, uh, if you want to call it a migrant center, it's not a migrant center. It's an illegal alien center, and it's a <laughs> yeah. stash house to hold them, just like any other stash house in America, holds these illegal aliens until they are then transported, hey, taken in a van, much like when they're transported in an 18-wheeler from Jim Wells County or you know Valverde County or Atascosa County and then taken all over the country, uh, except... This is a bit unique. The city of San Antonio is doing this, and they are now claiming, you know, ignorance about this. We didn't know this was going on. Well, no, the evidence is here that many of the people in downtown San Antonio knew that the city was up to its eyeballs in this. How could they not know? Of course they knew. Of course they're very well aware of this. And so when you look at... uh, you, you just you know in 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 my view the, the, human trafficking is what this all it's human distribution so it's human trafficking right well, you know, yeah, that's yeah. Just one and the same 
just different terminology for the same thing. Right. So you got a federal government, apparently with a city government, involved in human trafficking because they're bringing these people in and taking them all, right. distributing them all over the country. Yeah. Right? Much more than our governor has ever sent to New York. Uh, the oh, nu- yeah. The numbers pale in comparison to what uh, this administration has done. Hearing all these weenies in these uh, proudly sanctuary status cities, and they've been talking about it for years, yeah. now complain because Greg Abbott has sent a few busloads when mm. the government, and inc- I guess including our own city government, are yep. shipping them all over the place, man, every single day, seven days a week. Using, using resources from the city of San Antonio... Like the buses, when you, just for instance, if you go today to catch a flight and you park at the airport, they come around and they pick you up in these little buses. Right, And they right. take you to the terminal with your bags, right? Right. And then when you land, they take you back to your car with these buses. Well, those are the buses that they're using. They hold like 20 people, 25 people, something like that in these uh, little buses. And like I said last hour, to me... There's no difference between that and what these guys being caught in an 18-wheeler are doing as they're right. wheeling these people around because it's the same action. It's the same act. People are coming into the country illegally. The city is hosting them at these various locations. And if there's two, Sean, there's got to be more. Oh, yeah. It's okay. a big city. You can right. <laughs> have all kinds of places. Yeah, that's exactly. Warehouses. Yeah. Somebody brought up this morning, I think it's worth looking into, all these empty SAISD schools that they're now looking oh, at closing. Yeah. How many of those schools? I don't know. I don't know the Closing answer. a bunch of elementary schools. What are you going to use them for? You're right. And so you've got that going on. And to me, uh, there is no difference between that and a stash house down on the border. Elaine was telling me she lived out in Arizona. You know, you saw them up and down the border. They're typically uh, little mobile homes, right? Right. That they just stuff these people in, and then they, they go get them and take them and distribute them around the country. Well, hey, the city of San Antonio is using your money to do the exact same thing. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, we're, we're all hoping for some sort of leadership change uh, in the next election. But the more you think about it, how do you undo this? How, how do you turn around the reality of millions of people that have been coming into this country since Joe Biden got into office? How do you undo that? Did you, did you mention Rackspace? That's available. Oh, you talk about over here, Windsor Park? Yeah. Rackspace. Uh, you know what I mean? When you're talking about millions of people flowing into the country every day, I mean, we're breaking daily records right now, right? Yes. Yeah, every, every day. day. Every, last week, we broke like three different records. Every day. Okay, so let's say we get a leadership change in the executive branch uh, with the next election. Let's say, let's just say that happens. Still, you, you can close up the border tomorrow, which we assume Trump will do, but you've still got millions upon millions upon millions of people who are here. Mm-hmm, that's right. How does this country stand up underneath that? I mean, I, I, I get the political motivations mm-hmm. for it. Sure. But just economically and infrastructure-wise, how do you come back from this? I, I, I think you, you lose your national identity. I think well, we are. let's talk about that because there's this priest, and I, I've got the story over here somewhere, but this priest um, in Germany right, who is saying exactly that. He says these globalists are doing this, a former Vatican chief, the Vatican's former doctrine czar, Cardinal Gerhard Müller, said that globalists are weaponizing mass migration to destroy the national identity of countries. And he goes on right. to explain that you know every time they roll in, and Soros is world famous for doing this, what they're doing is they're bringing all these people in so you're not American. You don't look like right. an American. You don't sound like an American. You don't have American values. 
all those things are destroyed, so then you become part of the world community. Global community. The and global all that. community. You're not American. You're not French. You're not German. You're not Canadian. You're you're part of the global community. Well, and let, let's take it back locally again, because you you've got uh, a lot of local vo- voices who are all about this and hate this idea of Abbott doing anything on the border to stem the tide of this. I mean, when you're stashing people in hangars, you've got a freaking problem going on. Yep. And I would ask, like the mayor, I would ask Joaquin Castro, the Castro boys, do you think they, these people's lives are all that great coming here in their journey to get here? I mean, you can't get here, right, for the most part, if you're coming from certain countries without cartel sponsorship. You're not just strolling in and starting starting this great new life in the new world. All right? There's all kinds of other stuff that goes on around that where children are sold as objects, as sex objects, women are sold. People are sold. I mean, apart from the, all the Chinese and all the Muslim weirdos that are coming over, when you're talking about the glut of people who are coming into this country under cartel sponsorship, you're supporting that. You By supporting an open border and by supporting these policies, and if you're out there saying, well, we're just housing these poor migrants who are trying to get to San Antonio and start their lives over, you understand you are also supporting human trafficking. Well... So let's let's back it up for just a minute because we know for a fact that taxpayer money originates a lot of these travels here. In other yeah. words, taxpayer money, our money, is given to these organizations in these various countries. Okay, right. El Salvador is an example, Guatemala, and other places like that. And then they go out and they find people with our taxpayer money right. to come to America. The the number one object, and that's what they call them. That they the you know number one that they look for is a pregnant woman, right. because if they get her here, right, then she's going to have that baby here, and that baby becomes a citizen. She's here; they're locked in forevermore. Obviously, though, I believe that there are countries that are sending young men here as an invasion of oh, our yeah. country, right? Yeah. And now with the complicity of Dick Durbin and other Democrats in D.C. who wants to take these young men and put them in our military, it's very clear to see what they are doing. It's, this is the, you know, the, the, the mask has been ripped off as far as what oh, they're yeah. doing to our country. But when it comes, you asked about Nuremberg and, and Joaquin Castro, Castro brothers and all that, how do they feel about this? Look. Whether it's an illegal alien that kills a 16-year-old girl in Edna, or it's like you said, a woman gets raped on her way here. Look, that's just collateral damage to these guys. What's important to them is the change that they're bringing yeah. to America. So, you know, if, if one or two get raped or murdered or whatever along the way, it's not one or two. It's thousands oh, yeah, upon yeah. thousands, if not millions. Well, you know, that's just a small price to pay. They really don't care. No, because we have to. It's revolution. You know, it's reconquistador. It's revolution. We have got to change this country from the inside out. And the only way to do that is to bring in as many people from other countries as we can. And so, yeah, you know, the greater good is we got to change this country. We can't have these white European dudes running the country, white supremacy. So got to break some eggs, man. That's it. And if people die, <laughs> if, a, if a 16-year-old girl is found in a bathtub and Edna dead because an illegal alien broke into her house, raped her, and killed her, oh, well. Well, they love to trot out the line, of, there's blood on your hands here, there's blood on your hands there. Well, you know what? If you're supporting an open border, there's blood all over your hands. Of course, they're not going to take any responsibility for that whatsoever. But it's true. If you support an open border, if you are against, okay, border states doing 
anything to stem the tide of illegal immigrants coming over over the over the border, well, then you support all that. You support all the people who die as a result. Well, let's talk about that for just a second because uh, Chris Murphy is a Democrat senator. He was on Meet the Press and and um, one of the other uh, shows, I guess the CBS show, Face the Nation, yesterday, and was asked about how the Republicans have tied support for Ukraine to protection for the border, right? Mm-hmm. Increasing protection for our border. And this is what he had to say. I think this is one of the most dangerous moments that I've ever faced in American politics, and I wish Republicans weren't holding Israel aid and aid to Ukraine hostage to the resolution Pause of the Pause it, Jimmy. Reform. Pause it. They are not holding Israel aid hostage. <laughs> no. Israel aid is completely separate. What they have said is if you want more guns, bullets, and missiles for Ukraine, you have to strengthen our border. And the Democrats are saying no. Go ahead, Jimmy. That was it? That was the end of it? Yeah, wow. that was it. That was the whole thing? I thought it was longer than that. Okay, well, so the bottom line is, bottom line is, they are, Democrats are saying, we want the money for Ukraine. We have to have the money for Ukraine. <laughs> right. And Murphy went on to say in that piece, if you don't give us the money for Ukraine, American troops are going to have to go to Europe, to Ukraine, and fight if you don't give us the money. And they don't want to strengthen the border. That's the deal. Republicans went to them and said, okay, you want money for Ukraine? Fine. Right. You can Which have money. Which is reasonable. Yes, it <laughs> is. At the very, I mean, it's more than reasonable given all the money well, money we have pumped into Ukraine. It's, you know. A couple and, hundred billion. And we're holding somehow, we're holding that the, 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 the people of Ukraine hostage. We're holding all this. Come on, man. So the Democrats are clear. They have God. made their position clear. They don't want to strengthen our own border. We're destroying the country. Yes, that's what they're doing. That's the idea. That's is to what take they away want. your your nation, right. your nationhood. Right. Destroy so, your nationhood. You know, I'd rather they just shut up and, and be about it than, you know, try to characterize it as Republicans are evil and awful and they don't care about people in Ukraine and all this crap when they don't care about anybody coming over that border or the people they harm once they get here. And this is the point about the stash houses that the city is running on San Pedro and over at the airport and whatever that they have known about for quite some time and that they're funding to the price of $10 million, probably a whole hell of a lot more than 10 million dollars they don't care what the collateral damage is because they're transforming america to fit the global picture well be careful what you want you might get it exactly right (laughs) good luck with that you got that right well our friends at window world are here for you with energy efficient windows if you notice today uh that yeah you got some cold air leaking through those windows it might be a little test for you to try right now go over to your windows and put your hand up there and see if you can feel the cold air if you can why don't you get in touch with ourselves our, our friends over at window world window world got the highest quality most energy efficient windows anywhere plus the window world windows are so gorgeous that yes your neighbors will stand up and take a look and go wow Wow, what did you do to your house? They may not know it right off the bat, but they'll look at it and go, wow, what did you do here? That's amazing. And those are window world windows from Martin Bamba and his great team who can put together a wonderful plan to replace the windows in your home, either all of them at one time or just a couple now and a couple more down the road or whatever you want to do. Custom made for your home, the most energy efficient windows for you come from window world. Get a free in-home quote and the lowest prices on replacement windows that you're going to pay anywhere right here at window world. Give them a call at 210-767-0995. Well, a freeze warning is still in effect. Things are going to warm up pretty quickly today, though. Be sunny around 64 later. Cloudy tomorrow with rain chances starting on Wednesday. Right now it's 35 at KTSA.
Good morning. As you get into your commute, most all of us from everyone at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Thank you, Neighbor. It's 823 with Warren Rima KTSA. Well, I was just telling you off mic that uh, a lot of the news is just dark and unpleasant, and I got yet another dark and unpleasant story, but it's kind of interesting. These are, this is the sign of the times here. In San Francisco, we have a prostitute who hooked up with a dude. Uh, they went to a parking lot of some kind. If You've heard the story, right? Oh, and they engage in a little uh, predetermined, uh, you know, service for money, I guess we'll say. And the customer finds out that the prostitute he has hired is a dude. It's, he's a trans dude. And so he doesn't want to pay the guy. And so the prostitute allegedly kills him. Uh. And now the prostitute has been arrested. He has a public defender. And uh, they are arguing that it's cruel to keep him locked up with other dudes. So the guy has gone into a holding cell with other men because he is a dude, and his ar- lawyer is arguing that that's cruel. There's no privacy. There are men all around him. And yet, a dude he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I'm not advocating prostitution, and I'm not advocating honest and honesty in advertising. You're, mm-hmm. You are hooking up with a complete stranger to do something weird, so good luck with that. Yeah. But it's just, this is the era in which we live. Well. Dude hires a prostitute, turns out to be a dude. He didn't yeah. want a dude. He thought it was a woman. Yeah. He gets killed by this guy. Yeah. This guy goes to jail. Now, his lawyer is arguing he needs to be kept with the women. Okay. couple of thoughts. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Where do we begin? <laughs> well, I, I, I told Nancy over the weekend, I really hate the culture today and mm. what's happened to the culture of this country and, and where the culture of this country, it's it's in the sewer. It really, it, the whole country culturally has become a sewer because of stuff like this. Second thought on this story, Danny Bonaducci. Do you remember <laughs> little Danny Bonaducci who grew up Oh yeah, and Took all those steroids and everything. He had the exact same thing happen to him, and he beat. Oh, that's the, right. He beat the crap out of that. I tranny. forgot about. Do that. you remember that story? So that's one of the first things I thought of. But uh, let's let's just go with this standard. Let's tell this dude who wants to be housed with the women. Fine, your surgery begins in thirty minutes. <laughs> We're going to remove your penis. We're going to cut it off and hand it to you. That's exactly right. <laughs> and we are going to put you on estrogen immediately. And then after the estrogen takes effect in about – we're going to hold you privately. After the estrogen takes effect in about uh, six six weeks to two months, we're going to take you penisli- penisless <laughs> and put you in with the penisless. women. And put you in with women. There you go. Because you know what's happening? We'll keep you in isolation until then so you don't have to accidentally interact with any any other dudes. Because what I did was I, I looked into this about a month or so ago. All these guys who are claiming to be women, and the judge says, do you want to go to the guy's prison or the women's prison? They're saying they're going to the women's prison. The, the pregnancy rates and the rape rates in the female prisons are... Off the charts now. In California, they're handing out birth control to many of the trans inmates. It's so bad, they have to hand out birth control. So, sure. These are people, I, I know this may sound strange, but apparently some people are lying about their trans status mm. to get in 
the girly prisons. That's right. I know that's a shocking revelation, mm-hmm. but apparently that's going on. So if you want to go in there, fine. We're, we're, the operation's in 30 minutes down right. the hallway. Right. We're going to remove your penis and give you estrogen. That's, uh, sure. We'll there put you in with the women. We'll keep you, in, uh, again, keep you in isolation until that until it really takes hold that's and right. you're actually a woman then, mm-hmm. or at least as close as you can get to one. Mm-hmm. Then you can go to the general pop with the women. Yeah. You never become a woman, but at least you can't rape one. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just, it's so surreal. That's why the, I told the, her. The gender thing is this. so upside down, man. <laughs> and again, the, I, 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 I'm kind of circling back around to the Jew hatred, you know. The people who are about this stuff. And, and, you know, with the trans, you know, you have people out there who are supporting the rights of men to beat up women who uh, don't think they're real women, right. you know. So your your feminists are arguing for the rights of men over women. Uh, they're showing their true colors when it, co- when it comes to their hatred of the Jews. And again, these are supposed to be the gentle kumbaya, ah. lift up the little guy in the voiceless liberal community of they're this not. country. And they're horrible freaking people. Quick break, Marware and Rima coming up for you here on KTSA. Well, in business, technology is always changing at the speed of light, even faster than that. It's overwhelming. It's frustrating. And it can hold your company back, too. I want you to break free with Bridgehead IT. That's Bridgehead IT, your partner for technology excellence. Whether you need expert network administration, whether you need seamless cloud migration, IT infrastructure optimization, or maybe you don't know what any of that (laughs) means, but you need it, right? Well, Bridgehead's team of experienced professionals have you covered. From switches and routers to streamlined documentation, swift dispatch and triage, AI, top-notch IT management, and seamless on-site services. They do it all at Bridgehead IT because they are your trusted partner for technology success. Go to BridgeheadIT.com, BridgeheadIT.com, or on the phone, 210-477-7999. Hi, Danny Bowes here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. I'm at 837 at KTSA. I got some uh, quick hits, sure. uh, lightning round, uh, bits and pieces stuff here. Sure. Uh, Joe Biden's campaign is going so well. Swimmingly well, right? They're bringing in Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton, to do the uh, fundraising for. Well, that's always a good sign when you bring Hillary in. That's right. (laughs) She's a fundraising machine, isn't she? Yeah, boy. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee lost uh, over in Houston. She won't be the mayor of Houston. John Whitmer is going to be the mayor of Houston now, and uh, he says we don't bully people. That's why I'm mayor. Yeah. (laughs) Did she have an actual chance, or did that audio do her in? Oh, the audio did her in for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think a lot of people are waking up to her. You know, she's she's an empty suit. Uh, she's a blowhard. She's hot air. And if anybody thinks she's going to actually leave D.C., you're nuts. She's right. going to run for re-election up in D.C. She tried to have a foot in both camps, and D.C. was her fallback plan. And so she's going to fall back back to D.C. Well, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's yeah. not heartbroken nah. over this. But uh, you know, good on good on Houston, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Air Force offering six hundred thousand dollars in bonuses. For pilots, if you want to be a pilot or you are a pilot, they'd like for you to stay. You know what it is, all this woke crap that's going on in our armed Mm. forces these days. People are getting out like never before. Right. And so now the Air Force has come up with a plan. You can make yourself an extra $600,000 if you'll stay with us and fly airplanes for us. Don't you kind of get the feeling that we're coming up on a place where people aren't going to know how to fly airplanes? They're not going to know how to do heart surgery. They're not going to know how to tune a guitar. There's just like a lot of stuff that people just aren't going to know how to do. Yes. And they're not going to have the interest in learning. You they know what I mean? They won't know how to flip a burger. Flip a burger, cut your hair. Nope. 
Any of it, yeah. man. Nope. Elon Musk reinstates Alex Jones on X. And, oh, yeah. and thanks to Tucker Carlson for getting that done, because without that interview last week, it probably wouldn't have happened. But there were almost 2 million votes, and over 71% of the voters said they wanted Alex Jones back on X. Right. And so he is. Uh, by the way, the most popular person on X as of today is Alex Jones after being reinstated. He apologized for some of his comments, yeah. I guess, concerning Sutherland Springs. Did yeah. Vivek really pee on the uh, on the live audio stream? Did we? Did we? Yes. Did you hear? Did he actually do that? He, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that story because I didn't hear it, but I saw the story that he was in on this. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, I got to go." And then you hear yeah. uh, something that sounds like him micturating. Do you remember? Uh, <laughs> yes. You remember Leslie Nielsen and Naked Gun? Yes. <laughs> Right. Oh, God, the microphone. Right. I forgot about this. That's my back, man. That's hilarious. Did he fart at some point? Yeah, That's the first maybe. thing I thought. If, if, if you didn't see Leslie Nielsen, I love Leslie Nielsen. I oh, love those, whole, we watched a couple of those yeah. just a few weeks ago. I love the whole police academy naked uh, gun thing. And so he was speaking at a. It, it, I've had this happen. He was speaking <laughs> somewhere, and they put you the, this wireless microphone on you, right? And and he went to the bathroom while they're in the other room. The mayor and everybody's speaking. <laughs> I, I but I heard the audio of this X thing, and you, Vivek, it sounded like he was going to the bathroom, he man. Was, and he admitted it. He said, "Yeah, I had to, <laughs> I, I had to go. Sorry, guys, I forgot to turn it off." Uh, by the way, speaking of Tucker, he's got his new network. I've oh, yeah. been, been saying he's going to go the way of Glenn Beck and uh, and Ben Shapiro and all those guys that are starting their own networks, right? Sure, their own yeah. deal. And Tucker Carlson started his over the weekend. I did sign up, uh, TuckerCarlson.com, $9 a month, $72 a year. I'm a founding member now. And all of his content, he said, I haven't been sitting back on a vacation since April. I got a lot of content. I'm going to be providing that content, and I'm good. I'm, I'm glad he well, is. Well, good on him. Yeah. Good on him, man. Good for him. I'm, you know. Tucker Carlson Network is what he's calling it. TuckerCarlson.com. You can sign up over there. Um, Fox News right now has a story up, and we've been talking about this for a long time. When you open the borders, you're going to invite disease back in that oh, we have yeah. eradicated from our country, right? Right, right. Whether it's tuberculosis, now we're talking about monkeypox being a big deal mm. here in our country now, so on. Story up right now, deadly Rocky Mountain spotted fever outbreak in California came from Mexico, according to the CDC. Right. You opened up the border, and you got people bringing in the ticks, and, yep. the, and the ticks are carrying the Rocky Mounted Spotted Fever, and U.S. citizens are dying. Now, why is this important to people in San Antonio, Texas? Because this city is involved in this right now, this, this human trafficking organization that's going on nationwide in our country. This city is running stash houses. How many of those people are bringing diseases into San Antonio? Well, we're getting dressed down by the new head of the CDC on, you know, how we got to start washing our hands again and wearing the masks and getting our boosters and all that. And yet people forget they're not checking anybody coming over the border for anything. They're not vaxxing them. You know, they're coming in with ticks now with uh, I mean they're not they're not checking them for we have TB back. I'm waiting for bubonic plague to make another uh, research. Polio. Polio. They're just and, and they're not being checked for anything let alone COVID. Uh-uh. uh-uh. 
Nope. And people forget that. That's they're, right. They're coming in by the tens of thousands every single day, and nobody is being checked. So, and then they're sitting in the classroom with your kid. That's what I'm talking about. These kids are coming in. They got ticks and whatever else, and they're going right into the classroom. They got they're carrying TB, whatever. But I got to wear a mask you when I go to, to HEB. Huh? That's right. You got to wear a mask. All right. And, <laughs> and finally, from from the quick quick hits this morning, um, it it seems to be the wonder drug of all wonder drugs. Ozempic was recently was was originally put on the market for diabetic patients, right? Help right. diabetic. But then all the celebrities found out, hey, I can lose 20, 30 pounds if I just shoot myself <laughs> with Ozempic, and they sure really? enough were. Well, now they found Ozempic does another thing. Ozempic apparently helps with AUD. AUD. Why are you looking at me like that? What's AUD? You don't know what AUD is? No, I don't. What is AUD? Yeah. Have you ever heard of alcoholism? Yeah, that's, I have. That's the new ner- name for it. Instead, They're calling alcoholism AUD? Alcoholic use disorder. <laughs> alcoholic. Oh, that's great. Al- no, I'm sorry, not alcoholic. Alcohol use disorder. Well, they've done this with other drugs now. They're not calling it substance abuse anymore. Now it's substance use. Oh, they've changed it all around. Yeah. A-U-D. Alcohol use disorder. No, if you're suffering, you don't have alcohol use disorder. You're an alcoholic. Yeah, you drink too much. You dr- Well, it, you, you, uh, do I believe it's a disease to a certain extent? I believe it's genetic, but a lot of the recovery and the way you get around it is by making a lot of choices. Well, and you have but to be now they're trying to wrest the choice away from it because I'm just afflicted with a disease. Well, you can't. Yeah, that's right. You you have to face the reality of what's going on in your life. It's kind of like when they changed. At first, it was illegal alien. Then it was illegal immigrant. Then it became immigrant, and now it's just migrants because migrants move all the time, right? And so you change the terminology of it, and so. No longer are you, um, you know, no longer are you an alcoholic who drinks all the time. No, you're not. You you have a use disorder. I prefer the word drunk. Uh, well, that's, that's the word one. that I use. Yeah. Like I live most of my life as a freaking drunk, right. and until I embrace that idea, that's it. Uh, and all the reality that comes with it, there was no turning back. There was no making any changes. George Carlin does a great bit from yes, years does. ago where he talks about what used to be called shell shock. Yep. And is now PTSD, PTSD, you know, whatever, and that we rest all of the humanity from these words, these terms, so that people don't have to ever feel bad about stuff. Correct. Or about themselves. Or about themselves. Their choices. And and as far as chemical abuse and, and recovery, it really sort of hinges on you dealing with your reality, and some of that stuff isn't very happy. You have to deal with your choices. You have to change your choices. You have to change and, your and if, choices. But, but if it's a if it's a, just a use disorder, then you're not making any wrong well, choices. Well, you're, you're, you're not going to get you're not uh, going to get out from underneath it if you just think you're afflicted by a disease and it has exactly nothing to do right. with you. But exactly. the whole right. thought of using Ozempic is because you make the wrong choices. What is that about? And you're what getting is fat? Well, it's it, they're well, taking it to lose weight. Oh, well, right, weight, right. But, but you just missed what I said. They are also finding out that it helps people deal with their alcoholism to right. get to, to you know it probably that. deals Whatever. with if it's if it's had anything chemical with people who are abusing alcohol it must be with the dts it must have something to do with helping you get through if you're physically addicted which i never was if you're physically addicted uh, people keep drinking and then they stop and they have heart attacks and and all kinds of nastiness happen so if it's something that's helping them get through the dts i understand but when you relabel the yeah. entire 
situation right. as something benign that's just operating on you. I don't agree with that. And I, and I don't know if it does that or if it's like an abuse that it makes you violently ill if you drink. Uh, maybe. I, I, I don't, don't know. know if that's what it does. Anyway, all right. Some people break. just get a decent buzz off the an abuse. So. That, that too, yeah. <laughs> all right, quick break. More wearing Ryman coming up. You know, foundation support specialists will work on your foundation for your home if you have a foundation problem. But that is step number one to find out if you have a foundation problem because you may have one and you don't know it or maybe you don't. Either way, they're going to tell you if you do or you don't when you have them come out to your home for a free, no-obligation foundation inspection. Now, you may see cracks in the mortar around bricks or maybe even the ceiling or the wall or something like that inside the house. Some of that can be normal settling, but others others can be a serious problem, a serious problem with your foundation that you don't want. And by the way, at Foundation Support Specialists, they understand all of our various soils here and the foundations. And I've poured them before, and I've worked on them, basically all of them. I have poured foundations that include steel. I have poured uh, post-tension slabs as well under homes, and I have worked with pier and beam. And they know it all at Foundation Support Specialists. That's why I say these are the guys that you want. A free, no-obligation foundation inspection is yours when you just reach out to them online at their website. Mention Trayware when you do. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. Ew. Gotta get rid of this old backstreet.